Welcome to the podcast. In this short presentation, I will offer some thoughts on PhD study in UK higher education institutions and offer some helpful tips in putting together a law research proposal. Why should you listen to what I have to say? I have 15 years experience of teaching and research in UK universities. I have supervised PhD students to completion and, crucially for this presentation, I have been in charge of PhD admissions in a top 10 UK university law school. We begin by briefly presenting some key features of PhD study, then move on to a discussion of how to structure a PhD proposal and conclude with some top tips on what to do and what to avoid doing when preparing your proposal. Make yourselves a cup of tea, sit back and relax while we work our way through this material. What is it like to be a PhD student? Spending three years, or more, as is often the case, researching for a law doctorate is the best and worst thing you will probably ever do. I obtained my PhD at the University of Kent in Canterbury in 2007, having studied in 2003. Academia is an unforgiving environment. You are surrounded by people, yet often utterly alone. The reason for this is that while there are a lot of PhD students in any given university, everyone is so overtly specialized in some subsection of a sub-area of a particular theme that often communicating what you do to anyone else within or without the university is next to impossible. Add to this the hidden misnature of supervision some supervisors are great mentors, some are distant figures of authority who will occasionally deign to reply to an email, and you're looking at a few years of stabbing in the dark, hoping to hit something important. And that is even before you start trying to write down what this important thing is. On the other hand, there are worse things to do with three or four years of your life than hanging about libraries, or Starbucks for that matter, reading things and reflecting on what you read. If financing is not an issue because you have obtained a scholarship or because you can afford to pay for your degree plus living expenses, studying for a PhD can be a fantastic way to evolve as a person, make friends, learn new things, travel for research and to communicate the findings of your research, and be generally much less constrained than everyone else who has a standard office job. You might even get the chance to try some teaching. Finally, if you have enjoyed your study, you can spend the rest of your life doing more of that by joining academia. Top tip. Think about why you want to do a PhD. Do you want to become an academic? If so, what do you think this will be like and why do you want it? Are you passionate about your research topic? Is answering your research question of fundamental significance to you? Will it be to others? Determining the answers to these questions will help you produce a better proposal and will frame your success once you start your degree. We now move on to discuss how to structure and present your proposal. How long should the proposal be? The first and most frequent question about a proposal is about its length. Aim for a thousand to two thousand words. Do check, however, institutional requirements of the places you are applying to. If an application form sets a maximum word limit, then do not go over that maximum. Project title. Choose a title that describes your project clearly. A person who reads your title should immediately know what your project is about. On structure and content, the following elements will provide a useful way to proceed. Context and significance. 
Explain the issue you propose to deal with. Outline the relevant context in which it sits. It may be an important issue in law, policy or practice. It may have political, economic or philosophical significance. You need to investigate something that is worth investigating and you need to contribute something new. You will not be accepted for doctoral study to simply offer a nice summary of what everyone else has said. Do this in 150 to 300 words. Background Literature Outline the existing literature in the area. Explain how the existing literature addresses the issue which will be the focus of your project. You should make reference to specific works in the area. It may be helpful to identify and distinguish the way that different works or groups of works take different approaches to the issue. Having explained the state of the existing scholarship, you need to then explain what are the gaps or shortcomings in that existing scholarship. What has not yet been done, or what has been done inadequately? Or is it that something has not been approached in a particular way? Do this in between 400 to 700 words. Top tip. Your literature review does not need to cover every single work in the field, but it needs to refer to enough literature to make it clear that you are familiar with the major works in the field and with the works that are of specific relevance to the issue that you are dealing with. As a very rough guide, if you have referred to fewer than 10 sources, then that is probably not enough. You should be able to make a reasonable case by referring to 10 to 20 relevant sources, though of course you may well have read more widely than those 10 or 20 sources. A research question. State your question or aim. State it clearly. It is helpful to simply use the words, this thesis asks, and so on, or this thesis aims to, and so on. Try to just have a single question or one aim. The question or aim should be quite obviously linked to the gaps or shortcomings you have identified in your literature review. Keep the research question brief. Try to stay between 15 to 50 words. Methodology. The methodology is the most difficult part of the research proposal. An easy way to think about it is to ask yourself, what am I going to have to do in order to find an answer to my question or to achieve my aim? What steps will I need to take and in what order? Then, in a clear, logically structured way, describe the steps you will take. Methodology is all about being explicit on how you will go about achieving your goal of answering the research question. Remember that your project needs to be feasible. You must be able to do it within three years. Does the research require materials or documents which may be hard to access? Explain how you will go about obtaining those materials. Does the research require any particular skills that you already have or would need to develop in the course of the program? For example, statistical analysis skills or a foreign language. Are there any ethical concerns? Research involving human subjects will require approval by the university's research ethics committee. This includes any research that uses surveys, focus groups or interviews. Keep your methodological explanation between 300 to 600 words. Top tip. At what points or over what periods will you do the different steps you've identified in your methodology? Be realistic. 
If you think something isn't quite possible, then you may have to refine your methodology or narrow the scope of your project. Avoid buzzwords and terms you do not understand. The time for verbose name-dropping in your methodology will come later. Contribution to knowledge State clearly and simply how your project will make an original contribution to knowledge. This should already be apparent in light of your literature review, research question and methodology, but it is worth stating separately. When you have completed your project in three years' time, what will the world know at that point that it does not know right now? You cannot provide the answer to the research question now because you have not yet done the research, but you need to identify how the fact that you've answered it will make a difference to the state of knowledge in the field or to policy or to practice. Do this in between 50 to 100 words. Referencing and citation. Your work should be very thoroughly and carefully referenced. All the references and citations should be complete, correct and consistent. UK law schools use Oscola referencing which uses footnotes. Use this as well. Top tip. The document should be clearly written and well presented. Be sure that you've checked spelling and grammar and to have proofread carefully. Be sure that your name and email address are on the proposal. Do not send your proposal if you think this will do. Only send it if you think this is the absolute best you can do. Some do's and don'ts. Making an initial inquiry is usually the first hurdle to overcome and, ironically, where most proposals fail. Sending a badly drafted email containing copy-pasted bits the different fonts are usually a giveaway ensures no one will ever open the document containing your proposal. Address your email to a specific person. Dear Sir, Madam, Infant shows lack of commitment. If you cannot find the name and spell it properly of the admissions officer, you're not much of a researcher. Do not say in your email, here's a topic I prepared earlier, but I'm willing to do whatever you're happy for me to do. Do not propose to do a comparative study between something in your country and something in my country. This is evidence that you're a student visa tourist, not a doctoral researcher. Finally, ask for advice and take it. If you're lucky, rejections, and there will be many, will come with feedback. Incorporate the feedback to improve your proposal before sending it again. The key to success is repeat failure without loss of enthusiasm. If you cannot withstand application rejections and negative feedback, how are you going to persevere through three or four years of comments on your drafts? Last but not least, apply for every funding opportunity anywhere. A sponsored PhD in a lesser known institution is better than one you paid for yourself in a better known one, unless of course you're a prince. Conclusion this completes this short podcast on writing a law PhD proposal. I hope you found it useful, and if you're excited about the prospect of listening to me drone on for a few years in a row, Google me and send me your proposal for consideration. Thank you for listening.